0: MyMac Podcast number 211, sponsored by Otherworld Computing. On the show this week, Liana and Melissa from Girls Gone Geek. You're listening to the MyMac.com Podcast with your host, Tim Robertson. And it's time for the My Mac Podcast, sponsored by Otherworld Computing this week. And we're, oh, I don't know, about a month away, a little over a month away from the Macworld Expo. And I don't know about you guys, Cyril, but I'm starting to get a little excited.
1: I'm, I am so ready for Macworld. You have no idea.
0: Airline has been paid for. The hotel has been paid for. I hope you're saving up your money to drive up here to Michigan to jump on a plane with me.
1: Well, fortunately, gas prices are going down, so it won't be quite as bad... Uh
0: you know, it was $1.59 today here in, in Michigan. I couldn't believe that. $1.59 a gallon.
1: It's still up in the 180s here. but uh, Wow. Cost- I,
0: I feel like it's 2001 again, or gee, na- 1998. It's crazy. Yeah, we can
1: party like it's 1999.
0: <laughs> David Cohen, all the way from the UK. Hello, David Cohen. Good evening, all. And uh, I know it's uh, getting pretty late there. We, we're kind of starting the show a little bit later than we usually do, but hey, we're couple. here. We're rocking. Any, anything new going on with you over there?
2: Uh, not, not really, no. Just looking forward to, uh, to getting ready for Christmas and uh, hoping that the economy continues to hold up. We had a couple of major casualties in the, uh, in the retail market this week, so everyone's a bit jittery that um, you know, everything's going to start imploding big style. Well, there
0: was actually some deaths here in the United States today, today being uh, Friday when we record this. There were some people actually trampled to death at, a, I think, a Walmart and a shooting at a Toys R Us. It was, it was at I mean, a Walmart
1: in Long Island. There was a uh, a man who, I guess he was opening up the doors, and he got trampled when, and actually what I heard was the doors got ripped off the hinges from just a mass of people coming in.
0: That's ridiculous. I mean, I like a good sale as much as the next person, but, I mean, geez, oh, Pete's. This is that's just crazy. That, this thing's got to stop. And And the retailers aren't doing themselves any favor with some of the commercials that I see. You know, I see a Target commercial where the little guy is running through the store with a shopping cart, and I'm like, "Is that really what you want to be promoting at a time that people are getting trampled to death? Come on, this this has got to stop." Okay. At least, you know, I'm not that's sh- my I'm, opinion. I'm not
1: sure what they what they could actually do about it. You know, one thing would probably be, you know, it, instead of saying, "Okay, well, we've got 20 items of whatever, and once they're gone, they're gone," you know, and that just Gets people camping out there at four in the morning, and you know, trying to get that, trying to get that big bargain. It's like
0: you know, when I bought my uh, Nintendo Wii, uh, I went up to Target on a lark. I didn't think that I was going to be there early enough to get one, and I got, I get in this line, and the guy says, "You are number 23. and I was like, "Is that good?" And he says, "Well, they only have twenty five to, to sell," and I was like, "Well, cool." And about two hours before they actually opened, somebody came out and gave us all vouchers. And if you got a voucher, you guarantee. Uh, that you're going to be able to buy a Nintendo Wii that day. And I stayed in line and bought a Wii, and it was no problem at all. But everybody else who showed up later, they just left because they knew that they weren't going to get one because they had handed out vouchers. I think that's the way to go.
1: Yeah, you're probably right.
0: Well, it's been uh, enough bad news here on the podcast, and this is a Macintosh podcast and a podcast in general, and we want to talk about technology, and we want to talk about Macs and iPhones and all the fun stuff, and we've got a couple guests with us from the Girls Gone Geek website. We have Liana and Melissa. Hello, Melissa. Hello. How are you?
3: I'm wonderful, Tim. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm not bad, but I'm not the one that's out there doing cinnamon shots either.
3: (laughs) Only once. Only
0: Only once. once. Don't do it again.
3: No, I will never do that again.
0: And Leanna, welcome to the show.
4: Thanks, Tim. Glad to be
0: here. Is, is this the first show since the, the news that you were uh, uh, unwell for a while? Is this the first yes. time you've been on a podcast? First is time it?
4: Melissa was reminding me that it's been since mid-September.
0: Mid-September since you guys have done a show? Yes. Well, that's criminal. You've got to get back into the saddle and, and get some shows produced and out there. People are they're counting on you. It's the holiday season. You've got to give them a present.
4: I, oh well, thanks. Yeah, we definitely are. We're working on the relaunch, so I don't know how much of a present it is, but yeah, we'd love to. We're getting started up again soon.
1: Are you going to when you guys, from, sorry. Go ahead, Tim. No, go ahead, Guy. I was gonna say, uh, when you guys were doing your show before, uh, was there a, an agency that you did that through?
4: Um, no, we didn't. Didn't do it through an agency. Uh, Padango was hosting our podcast, but there was no any kind of a financial agreement or anything.
1: Are you still are you still working with Podengo, or are you going with somebody else now?
4: They they are still hosting our show as of this particular moment, but we haven't discussed any like plans to 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 move anywhere else yet. So, but we'll be doing that in the next couple of weeks for sure.
0: Cool. So let me uh, jump back in time. What made you guys get into podcasting uh, initially? We'll start with Liana. How did you get involved in podcasting, and why did you get involved in podcasting?
4: Uh, I initially got involved because I was in San Francisco, and uh, Alex Lindsay over at the Pixel Corps uh, is a friend of mine, and he introduced me to Scott Bourne. And once uh, I m- met Scott, I wanted to do a fitness podcast. That's originally why I wanted to get into podcasting. And, uh, really? Scott, yeah, Scott had an idea, though, for technology podcasts, and so we pulled some people together and just started doing the technology-based one, so I put my fitness one on the back burner. but
1: yeah. Did you ever get back to it? Role.
4: Uh, no, that's one of the things I'm working on too. I'm going to, I'm going to focus on like th- two different shows and one's going to be the fitness one and the other one's going to be Girls Gone Geek, so.
1: Now, I take it that's going to be a, uh, a video podcast or how would you, how would you do a fitness audio podcast?
4: Uh, I'm going to do, it's going to be video.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going to say anyways, or at any rate, a, a fitness audio podcast, it could go something like come on, one more, come on, you can do it, come <laughs> yeah. on.
1: Yeah. Just, just, put, just put some bad 70s music in the background, and you can sell it to all different kinds of people. Right.
0: There you <laughs> go. Yeah. So how did you get involved in podcasting, Melissa?
1: Um,
3: I was on Twitter, uh, I think it was back in May, and Scott Bourne had... Um, sent that thing on Twitter saying they were looking for geek girls to replace some some of the girls on Girls Gone Geeks. Some of the co-hosts were starting to do other things, and they were going to be leaving the show. And so I responded to his tweet and said, well, I'm kind of on the opposite coast. I'm in Philadelphia, but I've got two degrees in engineering, and I'm going for a Ph.D. in neuroscience, which now will be a master's degree. So I was like, does that count wow. as geeky enough? Um, yeah, I think
1: definitely. so. Definitely.
3: Um, and so Liana had me do, uh, a a short video and a sample blog post and, and I started on the show in, uh, the beginning of June and I have been hooked ever since.
0: You've been hooked on creating them or listening to them?
3: Well, I've been listening to them for longer, for probably a year, year and a half, um, producing them. I've it's fun. I love it.
0: Do you find that the immediate gratification to get a show out there and start getting feedback, is that what has you hooked? Or is it the process that you go through to actually create the podcast that you like?
3: I think it's a little bit of both. It's so different from what I do in my on my day job, um, sitting in a lab crunching data all day.
0: Yeah, um, it's, a little, uh, it's a way to get your creative juices flowing. Yeah,
3: and, and I've met so many awesome people online through doing the podcast. It, it's, it's great. I, I love now, it.
0: I have to say, when I first heard about your show, Girls Gone Geek, and I think uh, I, it had to have been on a podcast that, uh, um, uh, what was his name again? Scott Bourne? Yeah. I, it I, probably was I, Twitter or something that he was talking about it. And my initial reaction, I have to say, when I heard the name, uh, and this was on purpose on his part, was Girls Gone Bad was, was what you kind of associate it with as far as the name went. And I thought, wow, do we really need to kind of go down that path? Uh, associating something like what I knew you guys' show was going to be with something I think is a negative stereotype. Um, of course, I'm a father of three daughters, so, um, were you worried about that at all with that negative connotation, Liana, or you never really thought about it?
4: No, we did. Um, but we also thought people either wanted to listen because they're curious as to, you know, like you were saying, the connotation and see what we would really if we'd go there with it um, but we also knew that once people heard it and heard our little tagline some girls go wild we go wired then
0: I like that, be that was good. Thanks mm.
4: Thanks that would be okay so we just took we, we took a risk we, we knew that we might get some people going hey you know we don't need that kind of content but knowing we were what we were going to produce then we were okay.
0: Melissa, you do a tech podcast. What's your very favorite tech gadget in the entire world, other than the computer?
3: My iPhone.
0: Is I, it? You like the iPhone the best.
3: I love my iPhone. I'm, I'm My my poor boyfriend, he's the one who got me on Twitter, and he's the one who got me my iPhone, and he, he swears he created a monster because I am always on my <laughs> iPhone, and I am always on Twitter, more so than well, he even is.
0: He can't complain then, can he?
3: Yeah. He's like, it's his fault. Yeah, it's pretty his much. Fun. He
0: can't complain. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, other than the iPhone, what's your second favorite, or do you have one, or is the iPhone so great that everything else <laughs> just pales pale in comparison?
1: <laughs>
3: um, my current favorite probably is um, I just got a Logitech MX Revolution wireless mouse that oh, I nice. really love. Which
0: I've heard good things.
3: I really like it. I had a smaller Logitech wireless mouse and. Um, I have arthritis in my hands, so it was just too small for me. With all the data crunching I've been doing lately, so I got the the MX Revolution because it's a little bigger yep. and it's got great. I love the two scroll wheels, and it, it's it's a fantastic mouse.
0: Is that Bluetooth or is that uh IR? It's I
3: R. It's got a little USB uh, dongle, dongle, um, and it and it's got a it's got rechargeable batteries in it. It comes with a recharge uh, AC adapter, recharger. Um, and it doesn't take long to recharge, and the charge has lasts about a week the way I use it. Oh, that's good. So it's great. I want to you- flip, Andrea. I want to flip. I got to use a Flip Minnow at Bar Camp Philly, and it was fantastic. I just can't afford one right
1: now. <laughs> I, I have a yeah. Flip
0: Minnow HD, and I'm uh, really, really digging it. It's a great little camera.
1: Have either one um, of if you I- ever used a uh, trackball?
3: I have used a trackball. I'm not a big fan of trackballs, but I have used one in the past
4: yeah i actually am a big fan of trackball um i don't use one anymore i use a wacom tablet now but uh prior to that i had a trackball mouse i love it
2: i use a trackball on my desktop machine at home and uh and then a mouse everywhere else but i i it, it took a while to to get used to it but i had to use it because i was a bit short of space but uh i really dig it now
0: i i can never get into the trackball i've tried and tried and tried and uh Everyone says it's the repetitive thing that gets you. That's why you get carpal tunnel and, and that sort of thing. I've never had a carpal tunnel problem with a mouse, uh, and I've been using them for, you know, 20 years now. But the trackball, within a couple hours, boy, my forearm would just start killing me right underneath my thumb. I can't use them. I've tried and tried.
1: It, it's kind of a compliment to uh, taking Taekwondo for me. What do you mean? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, it's uh, your turn, Liana. What is your favorite gadget?
4: Um, I will say that my essential gadget is definitely my iPhone. Like, it's always on my hip, but I think my favorite is my Canon camera. I just I got a Canon 5D, a full-frame camera. Oh, and, nice. Uh, wow. So, yeah. But my iPhone is the thing that I just have it glued to my hand. Like, I just said, forget it. I never put it down anyway, so... <laughs>
0: Now, you see that they're coming out with software that's going to allow you to broadcast live streaming from the iPhone. Is that something that you're going to be interested in?
4: Uh, I actually have that. My I jailbroke my phone,
0: uh-huh. and so uh,
4: I have quick, uh, QIK.com. I have Quick yep. installed on it, so I can do the uh, streaming video now.
0: We're probably going to be using that at the Macworld Expo to broadcast live. Um, they wanted me to jailbreak my phone to use it now because I guess they're all out of the other distribution method. And I said, no, I'm not jailbreaking my phone. Were you nervous to jailbreak your phone or not a big deal to you?
4: Um, Anymore, it's not a big deal. It was uh, the very first jailbreak, the process was more cumbersome and you really had to be comfortable with command line, which I was comfortable with, but it was still a little bit... uh And actually, one of my my very first phone, I bricked.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Now, permanent the- brick or... Because to um, me, no, brick means a, it's no longer good at all, ever.
4: No, it was bricked for a while, uh, because I I overwrote the baseband file, uh, and yeah. so I couldn't, uh, I couldn't figure out how to restore it. And so f- probably about six months after I bricked it, I did some more research, and somebody said, oh, just do this. And so I actually still have that phone. But, yeah, for the first, like, six months, it was bricked.
0: <laughs> yeah, that scares me. I mean, I've got too much invested in my iPhone, and... I don't know, just the idea of jailbreaking it just really scares me. I wouldn't mind picking up maybe uh, an older iPhone or uh, a second iPhone and swap sims back and forth and jailbreak that one, but then it's just one more thing that i got to carry around in my pocket and I've got enough things.
4: Yeah.
2: Anyways. If, <laughs> if you jailbreak the, the phones now, does that stop you from using the App Store as well?
4: Um, no, not at all. You can still use the App yeah. Store. Yeah,
2: okay. it's still
0: it's it's a regular phone, except it's jailbroken. You can use other applications on there as well. Now, right. do you think that the jailbreaking community is going to suffer now that so many of these companies are getting into the app store legitimately, or do you think there's always going to be a place for the jailbroke applications? I think there. Oh. I think we lost Liana.
1: Oh no, it's Liana, come back!
0: <laughs> it happens we love skype so much oh yeah what do you think melissa do you are you gonna jailbreak your phone or is it jailbroken no
3: i haven't jailbroken my phone i i feel very similar to you tim in that I'm, i have so much invested in my phone i really don't want to screw it up
0: it just scares me as well yeah. it's the idea of it, screwing it up so bad but see i spent 599 for my iphone
3: my, and, wow, and my, i haven't an, yeah i have i think it was 350 for mine i i got it back in March. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going to jailbreak my phone. But I do think that there is going, there is a, a need for jailbroken apps anyway. As long as they keep rejecting stuff from the App Store, they're gonna, there's going to be a jailbroken community, I think.
0: I think so. The funny thing is, I don't know, did you guys see this at all? There's a mail application, uh, M-A-I-L, not M-A-L-E, application coming out for the iPhone now from a third party.
1: And it will allow you to get email?
0: Yeah, well, I I don't know any kind of email program that wouldn't allow you to get email.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I figured you know wouldn't maybe, be any, it, would maybe be a it was some kind maybe point. it was some kind of dating service. I don't
0: know. That's <laughs> yeah, a dating service. Yeah, they just call it a mail. Yeah, they
1: just call it mail.
0: No, yeah, my understanding is it actually works, and uh, I, I hear it's coming out. Apple has either has approved it, or I'm oh, not quite sure.
1: Was that was that from Google?
0: No, it wasn't from Google. It was some company that I've never heard of. And they keep saying that yeah, their application is getting approved by Apple, and it's going to be up there and free, from my understanding.
1: Well, one of these well, days, I'll actually have to get an iPhone and find out what all the fuss is about.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this, this, is, um, this is this is uh, this you know this, this ongoing problem with the App Store that the uh, the policies that that the developers work to seem to be varying depending on who exactly evaluates the applications.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem to be any consistency, and I think that's, that's kind of what is saying. As long as things are getting rejected arbitrarily, from what I can see, there's going to be a need for jailbreaking. No, yes,
2: no, well, I would agree I, I, with that. I, I think I think the thing is for for a certain certain um, certain amount of the of the iPhone audience, maybe, but I, I think there's a lot of people who feel like you know, like uh, like you do, Tim, and, and you too, so that you don't want to get into that. Uh, so it, it's probably, you know, a, a smaller percentage of the audience.
0: Trying to bring uh, Leanna back in. Uh, are you there?
4: Hello. Oh, she's back.
0: Don't you love Skype?
4: Yes, love it. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's not we your fault. We just continued
0: on the iPhone applications. Uh, Discussion. while we were waiting for you to come back. But this time I want to kick it over to Melissa. i got a question for you because you're still new to podcasting. Does it worry you, uh, being a woman, putting your life so much out there on the Internet, you know, and uh, Twitter, um, doing a podcast where people know who you are and your name, Um, if they listen to enough episodes and follow you on Twitter, they're going to know about where you live. Is that a concern of yours?
3: No, not really because...
1: At least not until now.
2: <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm. Thanks, Tim. No, <laughs> no, I, I've actually thought
3: about it. Um, I think that I'm careful enough. Like I, I do keep that in mind when I when I do Twitter, or when I'm on Facebook, or or on my blog, or even on the podcast or anything like that. I don't say anything that I wouldn't want the entire world to know. Um, right. I mean, it's a matter of being smart. Um, I careful. mean, yeah, if. If people really wanted to find me, they could probably find me in the phone book or something. I mean, it's
0: yeah, If it's, they're gonna if
3: they're gonna do that much work, well, then then I'm screwed anyway. Um, yeah. So just it's a matter of being smart.
0: What What about you, Lyanna? Because I mean, you just came off um, a very publicized illness, and it seemed like every other podcast was talking about you, which I know. It probably makes you feel good in some respects, but in, in in others, I mean, your whole personal life was kind of being talked about by a lot of different people. Was that uncomfortable or did it bother you, or is it just kind of par for the course with being a, an online personality?
4: Um, you know, it, for me, honestly, during that time, I was in the hospital for quite a bit of time, and I did, did not have access to, like, my phone or podcast, so I actually didn't hear a lot of it. I heard about a lot of it after I got out. Mm-hmm. and um it was nice because a couple of people did know like what hospital was i what I was in one of my family is where I was staying uh and people kept that on the down low, like generally that I was sick um, being out there, yeah, I'm a little bit more on the private side, and I probably wouldn't have shared a lot of that uh but yeah, like I said, because I didn't hear a lot of it when it was live and I heard about it after. Then, like you said, it was actually just really nice that the community was, you know, so well-wishing and all that kind of stuff. I was like, wow, gosh, this is nice, thanks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, you know, like I said earlier, I have uh, three daughters and uh, a one-year-old son almost. Well, I I have the son, it's not almost. He's almost one, I should say. Um, (laughs) He's almost a son. (laughs) He's almost a son. My uh, 13-year-old... I drive to school every morning, and she's unfortunately subjugated to listening to podcasts quite a bit in the car. And I asked her about it the other day. I said, is this something that you would be interested in doing? And she said, no, it's just a bunch of boys talking about computers and stuff. And I said, <laughs> yeah, and well, there's, no, there's,
1: Yeah, there's no other podcast on any other subject other than computers and stuff, and boys. Well,
0: sometimes it seems like that, though, Guy, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I was immediately reminded of Girls Gone Geek, and I told her, uh, well, you know, I'm going to have a, a show here coming up where it's women doing the show, and yes, it's about technology, but you don't have to have a podcast that's just about technology. You can have a show about anything. And she said, even cell phones. I don't know where that came from, uh, cell phones. But I said, yeah, you can even have a show on cell phones. And she said, well, that's cool. That's something that I would like to do, maybe. Um I, what would you say melissa how do, how would you encourage younger girls that obviously at thirteen I'm not going to let her podcast yet, but um how would you encourage them or would you encourage them to get into something like this
3: um, I would definitely encourage it um because I think there are so many i mean i I think that the entire culture has gotten the entire geek tech culture has gotten better about being as male centric but it's still not. It's still not quite there yet, where where women aren't necessarily encouraged. So even if she was interested in something like cell phones, it's still something techie. That's still something, um, uh, something more in a, in a more dominated field. So maybe yeah. it, maybe a thirteen year old maybe encourage blogging. Uh, I, that's
0: kind of what I been pushing her towards maybe you should write stuff and i also don't want her to use her real name at 13 or her location yeah but i don't see a problem with her sharing her thoughts but i'm kind of worried that even at 13 some of the some people say you can't have blogging without comments i i don't agree with that but you know if we allow comments on a blog that she posts being a 13 year old girl what kind of people are going to show up what kind of people are going to be leaving messages you know, it's kind of a slippery slope. Put her on Tumblr. Um,
3: Tumblr, Tumblr doesn't allow comments.
0: That's an idea. Absolutely.
1: Well, yeah, but hmm. if, you, if you don't have comments, you know, I mean, you, 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 especially if you're just starting out, you, you, you're going to want some of that feedback just to to give you some encouragement.
0: I would think so. I mean, I love when I get feedback on the show or uh, something that I write, but by the same token, I'm not uh, a young girl either guy, and...
1: Well, not that I've ever. As
0: seen. a parent, as a parent, I, I have to worry about that. She's not worried about it, to be honest. She doesn't care, um, and she probably hears a lot more in school than I would like to think. Oh yeah. But that being said, calor, calor yeah. But that being said, I really want to limit how much exposure she's putting herself into on the internet. What do you think, Liana? Uh Do you encourage younger girls to get into podcasting and blogging more so than what they're doing right now?
4: absolutely I think uh, it's obviously it's something that definitely needs to be in a controlled way I've been talking to an organization in San Francisco that encourages kids to do different things for their for uh, expressive outlet uh, sing dance performance I had started talking to them about uh, having a podcasting session or actually media session there at school so that the girls could do it and it would be you know something that the the staff there could oversee and the, you know, it, it could be about I mean, if they wanted to talk about, uh, I don't know, the Jonas Brothers or something, and they could talk about that for like three minutes. But just, just to teach them, it's actually getting it to work and troubleshooting that I think you may learn from podcasting in addition to you know, having fun and sharing what you know and letting people hear it. Um, I think on the back end side, there's a lot that we can teach kids through podcasting.
0: Yeah, I agree totally. What do you think, David? More people should be podcasting.
2: Well, I think the beauty of podcasting is that you know anybody with the computer can sit down and do it. Uh, and I would always want to encourage anybody who is interested in in doing it to to give it a go and uh, and and see see where it takes them. But um, I think I think you know when you, when it comes to to children doing it then you know i'm a strong believer that uh, you know ch- children uh, children's parents should have an involvement in what they're doing online and and you know kind of be their first line events of defense because it can be pretty rough sometimes on the internet uh particularly if, if as you develop as a as a creative professional, you know you start um, maybe trying to push the boundaries and say and uh, say some things, you know, air your opinions that other people might not agree with. Then it can get a get a little bit um, rough and tumble sometimes. So I'd, I'd always want to uh, to you know, with my son, be 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 helping him with it and and helping get through that, you know.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I. I would love to get my kids more involved in technology, but I'm just so scared that they're going to walk into situations that they shouldn't
2: belong in, and it's just one of those things. What do you think, David? David? Yeah, no, I I, I agree, and uh, you know I, I've had my uh, I've had my fights on the internet with a couple of people in 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 comments and and chat rooms and that sort of thing. So uh, you know I think I think that but that in itself is probably an important learning experience for for kids on the internet to understand, um, you know that that people can be like that and also not to be like that themselves and not and to remember to not you know I always say say to people when I'm when I talk about this sort of thing not to say anything in an email or on in a chat room. Anything you won't say somebody uh, in person, face to face, and exactly. uh, I think that, that's that's a fa- that's a fairly good rule of thumb. Um, girls, I was just kind of wondering, uh, you know, as as you do a, a a sort of a you know a tech tech related podcast. I mean, in in your in your sort of non podcasting lives and your non online lives, I mean, how do how do people react to to, to uh, to learning about what you do, do they un- do they understand it? Do they embrace it, or or is it kind of you know? Oh, that's just a, a thing we don't really understand.
3: It depends Diana. on
2: who I'm. Sorry, oh, well, sorry, see no, you have the okay, okay.
3: <laughs> whatever. Um, it depends on who I'm talking to. I've really had to explain it to my parents, um, and my grandparents. Yeah. While well, while they do listen to my show, they don't always understand it. Um, yeah. Um, the people I work with, I've had to explain it to a little bit too. I work in a. a a neuroscience human research lab, and uh, they're not as familiar with podcasting and, and new media, so I've had to explain it a little bit. But they think it's really cool, and it's, they're not surprised because they know that I'm very geeky, and I'm the one they usually come to when there's problems with their computers. Um, Are you
0: your family's home tech support? Yes. Yes. That's
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, honestly, I, I like. I've had found so many people in the Philly podcasting new media community that it's I don't have to explain it, and they think it's really cool, and 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 yeah. encourage it. Especially since I've been to Pod Camp and Bar Camp here in Philly, and I've been involved with those. It's it's great.
0: What was right. the last one? Bar Camp.
3: Bar Camp Philly. It's a just a general general unconference basically. It's it's. It's slanted more towards tech and new media, but you can honestly just talk about anything you make the schedule the morning of anybody uh-huh. can talk about anything. it was extremely really successful it, we had it at the beginning of November um, it was it was a great experience
1: it was
2: very how about Juliaana how do you I mean obviously you're in San Francisco, so it's uh you know it, it's you know it's a bit more a bit more up on podcasting that sort of thing so uh, you know do you have do you have lots of people who, who kind of know and embrace what you do, or is there still sort of areas of your social community who don't understand it?
4: Yeah, outside of San Francisco, I actually, uh, I was in, LA, uh, in San Francisco, I'm in LA now, but even right. talking to my, fa- my family, my family doesn't, um, a lot of my family doesn't get it. I kind of said that, you know, take something you see on TV, a short segment, and take that video and put it online and, you know, try to explain it that way to them. Some of the people have really been having a problem getting them to understand it, actually. Um, I have a lot of people, friends in the entertainment business, that want to get into doing some things on their own. They still think they need big studios. They still think they need, you know, million-dollar budgets. It's really interesting because they're not getting the transition to the web.
0: Uh, I've seen a few big-name stars that seem to understand it, like Will Ferrell, yeah. And his crew seem to really understand what the whole uh, internet broadcasting, podcasting thing is about, and they're embracing it. But there's a lot more people that I really wish would. Uh, somebody like Seth Green really should be online a lot more than he is. And they're just not doing a lot without, it seems to me, big money backing them.
4: Right. I, was working that, I think for, that's where uh, the problem is. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, I was working for Damon Wayans prior to actually... Through when I was doing starting the Girls Gone Geek podcast, and Mm -hmm. we had started this great project. We built a a web uh, thing from kind of like Funny or Die, Will Ferrell's thing. And uh, Damon spent a lot of a lot of money, and we ended up shooting hundreds of skits, like two to three minute comedy sketches. And they'll never get released anywhere, and it just never got off the ground because he was just so set that he's Damon Wayans and. I should get TV money on the web. Uh,
0: so, yeah, and they don't seem to understand that right. really what the web's for is to promote their other works to, right. to keep their name relevant. Right. Uh, that's what I've been. I had a discussion with um, I don't want to say his name. Somebody last year at the Macworld Expo. You who, can say his
1: name.
0: Sinbad.
4: Yeah. Who, oh gosh. Yeah. Who
0: you know <laughs> he he's it. not doing anything. He, well, no, he doesn't get it. He keeps saying that he's going to build a site and start doing it. But how long's it been? It's been years. I mean, I've been doing this since two thousand and four. H- how much time does it really take to set up a website and just start podcasting? The guy's not just funny; the guy's brilliant. Right. If he had uh, even a twenty-minute weekly show, it would rocket right to the top. It would be it would be brilliant. Uh, John Cleese, someone in the in Pat in the chat room. On Ustream, for those listening at home, you can uh, check us out next week at ustream.tv or just check out mymac.com. We'll have the live video right. and on th- chat there. on
1: Thursdays.
0: Uh, on Thursday, uh, John Cleese, he's doing stuff up on Twitter, and he's releasing some videos, but he's really not doing it like a podcast. It's more like a, a very uh, professionally videotaped type of thing, very professionally edited, and it's presented on one website. That's not re- really what we're talking about. I mean creating something posting it it's in itunes it gets loaded up all over the place youtube here there and the other and just get it out there get your name get your face in front of people and stay relevant because you know they're so set and and coming from uh, your background liana you've probably seen this a lot more than i have they're set in the way things have been done for the last 50 years and that's just not going to work anymore
1: yeah,
4: it's just not like you said. I mean, you make a really good point. Just get out there and stay relevant. I think people, yeah. the like you said, these these bigger names, some of them are missing the point, but some of them get it. Like you said, Will Ferrell is doing a, a great thing with that Funny or Die site.
0: That's a great yeah. site, and they're 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 making some excellent content. That it's not going to cost us anything to watch, but yet you start you keep seeing Will Ferrell on that site and some of these funny comedy sketches. The next time he comes out with a movie, you feel kind of that much closer to him another one who's doing it is ricky gervais oh yeah Yeah. he's got a blog and he does a lot of little videos and pictures and i hit his site probably two or three times a week and yeah. then next time something of his comes out, I'm much more ready to go see it. I'm excited because I've been following him the yeah. whole time.
2: There was an interesting example of that um, that uh, just the last couple of days. Legion One Hundred Ones just mentioned Stephen Fry in the chat room, and I was uh, I was going to say Stephen Fry because he really understands it. He's using Twitter and his his site and his blog and everything to kind of promote his TV shows and everything, and he's commenting on technology all the time. And there was a uh, he he tweeted uh, he's been using the new BlackBerry. Uh, and he tweeted about that, said he really didn't like it. And a couple of the news outlets in, here in the U.K. picked, picked the Twitter up and, and rang him up and got a, an interview out of him for it. And um, so, you know, he's really understanding how to use the technology to promote himself and his ideas and, and obviously keep himself in the public eye.
0: And- Who does the, uh, the Mac on the commercials? I forget his name. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, over uh,
5: John-
0: Justin Long. No, no, I'm sorry. PC
3: Hodgman, John
0: Hodgman. He's doing a lot of stuff. Unfortunately, he's not doing too much audio or video, but he is twittering and he's updating his website all the time. I follow him on Twitter, and he gets on Twitter rants where he goes for four or five posts, and they're great posts. It really cracks me up. But you know, people like that, I think, are the next big stars because they're starting to reach the demographic who's spending money going to the movies that that are consuming all this content that we have to pay for. And we want to buy the content for the people that we know. Somebody like Tom Cruise is big because he got big in the 80s and the 90s. I don't think the next big, huge stars
1: are going to necessarily...
0: That way. Yeah, they're not going to follow that path. They're going to follow the path through online stuff and, and get big that way. Okay. Do you agree, Melissa?
3: I, I think so. I mean, I think...
0: I mean, you are the next big star, Melissa. <laughs>
3: Thank you, Tim. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't follow actors as much, but I follow several um, more new media musicians. I follow Jonathan Colton, Jeff Smith.
0: They um, all fall into the same broad yeah, celebrity category that I'm talking about. Yeah,
3: I, I think if you look at Jonathan Colton's success, I think his success is because of his use of new media, and that's how he's gotten a good chunk of his audience, and... Uh, just the fact that he can get on, like, rock band. And uh, Matthew Ewell as well is is another example. He's such a nice guy. He came down to PodCamp Philly, and, and I love him. He's wonderful. I mean, Jeff Smith had, uh, when he did his live concert on Ustream a few weeks ago, I watched it. He had almost 200 viewers on it. Um, I mean, these these guys are, are fantastic musicians. Um, I love Jeff's uh, dynamic podcast album that he has going, where, where, where you buy the album, but then you get free stuff and podcast through a feed for every two weeks for the next That's year. His dynamic, yeah, I thought that was just amazing, and I love his stuff. It's.
0: I think musicians yeah. could probably take, and comedians to a lesser extent, but definitely musicians could really take advantage of this new media that we have online. Probably more so than anybody else. Uh, don't wait for the big record company to give you a multi-million dollar push do it yourself because it doesn't cost really it doesn't cost any money no the, well, the, the f- price
1: the price of admission is really really small
2: yeah. yeah, but Jonathan Colton was was in Manchester not so long back, um, and uh, played the University here, here in the UK, and his show was sold out. And that's you know the University is a fairly big venue, and to sell that out, I mean not many not many artists who who are on this sort of the University circuit here sell out shows in Manchester. So the fact that he does he, he does that, you know that he's, that's purely on the back of his internet presence because obviously you know he's an american act um if he was just relying on the normal promotion circuit there's no way he would have done that if he wasn't using new media to raise his profile
0: yeah the smart ones are going to do it and i think it's going to take a lot of people like uh, liana and melissa to blaze the path and show some of these people how easy it can be because you guys really are becoming internet celebrities in your own right does is that kind of daunting to you liana
4: um, I don't know. It's really weird. I've actually, when I was sick, I got a couple of messages from people, you know, wishing me well, and I responded. I tried to respond back to everybody. I think that I did. I went through my email and Facebook and responded to everybody personally, even just with the quick thank you for the well wishes. You know, it really helps. And several people did respond back, like, "Wow, you responded!" Like, and I just <laughs> think it's weird. I, yeah, I, I kind of still don't get it. I'm like, we're all just geeks, like.
0: No, I, yeah, I've been there myself. Chat. I understand. Yeah,
4: so uh, it just it doesn't feel daunting to me. I like I like the community. I like chatting. So
0: you're still new at this, Melissa. Do you uh, see the day that you're kind of a celebrity in your own right, or do you think that's almost happening already? I think it's already kind of happening, but
3: I, I think um, I got a little taste of that when I was um, organizing a lot of the the. Um, the, uh, the get well package for liana and, and the, the stuff while she was sick and I got so many followers and and so many messages and stuff and I was um, up keeping the girls gun geek stuff while liana was ill and I remember standing in my my apartment the one day going i I, I think I'm turning into an internet celebrity There there there, <laughs> there there are all these people who are like wanting to listen to me on a podcast and they're wanting to to I, I guest um, hosted on uh, the geek is chic breast cancer, uh, And, 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 and there were like people who were there who wanted to listen to me. And I was like, wow, like, it's still a little like, holy crap.
0: <laughs> as long as, um, and I think you've probably got the right attitude about it, but I think that, uh, for people like you too, uh, you got to keep the right attitude about it, that there's a responsibility associated with that. And as long as you keep a level head and understand what that responsibility is, uh, I think you'll do fine.
3: Definitely. I feel so lucky to just be able to be a part of all this. And, and I love meeting people. If anybody sends me a message or sends me a Twitter message or sends me a Facebook message, I, I'm like Leon, I will reply to everything. I am constantly checking my blog, the Girls Gone Geek blog's Twitter accounts to make sure that everything's answered because that's what it's all about. It's about talking to people and maintaining the community. And regardless of what happens, that's what I'm going to continue to do.
0: Any time frame when uh the listeners out there can look forward to the return of Girls Gone Geek, Liana?
4: Um, like I said, I'm hoping that it happens on or before Macworld. So I've gotta sit down and talk with uh Melissa a little bit more about some things, but uh, hopefully before Macworld.
0: Are you going to be at Macworld Expo? Uh
4: yeah, I'll be there.
0: Well, I'm gonna have to look you up and we'll get you on our podcast again, get you on the showroom floor or something.
4: That'd be awesome.
0: We're going to be doing a lot of video streaming. Uh, we're going to record a lot of segments for the podcast. Obviously, we won't be recording live on Ustream during the Macworld Expo because that's really not possible. No, <laughs> it won't be possible. But, Melissa, I know you're not going to go. What's your next big project as far as podcasting outside of Girls Gun Geek or is it just Girls Gun Geek for you right now?
3: I am um, actually trying, and this is this is this be your, your end for the premiere because I haven't told anybody about this.
0: Um, I don't have a drum beat. So
3: um, we'll play it later. Uh, we'll play it
0: loud. I'll I'll put it in the show <laughs> later. Absolutely.
3: Um, since my day job is in uh, circadian rhythms, I am, and I'm trying to get into uh, science journalism uh, because that's probably what I'm going to end up doing after I graduate in May. I am going to start a. It's going to be called Biorhythms Weekly, and it's going to be kind of. If you ever listen to This Week in Science, it's going to be kind of like that, but focused on all of the research from that week on um, circadian rhythms and biological rhythms and things like that, just kind of like a summary of each week of research and explaining it to normal people. Because I found with science, you need to explain it in terms that people know to get people excited about it. And I went a really good... uh, I think
0: that's probably very smart, explaining the complex in a way that we can all understand small like me and small words please small small (laughs) brains like mine can can (laughs) comprehend what you're talking about and i think there's a huge market for stuff like that i think more people want to be informed i keep hearing and seeing uh news stories about how people aren't reading as much as they are the dumbing down of america and the world in general and i don't think that that's necessarily true um So, I think something like your pod, this kind of podcast would really go a long way to dispel some of those rumors. I think people want to know more. I think they want to learn more. And the internet, the way it is set up for us, by us, you have a great opportunity to do just that. So, I wish you all the best of luck with that.
3: Thank you. Like I said, it's in the really early stages. I'm just trying. So,
0: anything else you guys want to uh, promote before we wrap up the segment and uh, take a break, Liana?
4: Um, I just want to say thank you, Tim. It was awesome. We were actually in another, I think, room, uh, or chat room at, at one point, and I remember you uh, reached out and said, I know we were going to try to actually uh, talk earlier about the iPhone uh, podcast that I had been doing, but um just want to say thanks for you know allowing us to come on and, and chat with sure. you.
0: Fun to well, chat thank with you Elizabeth for being too, on. Because, and, you know. and then also thanks for uh, a couple months ago having Sam Levin on talking about AtMinute.com, the other site that I uh, that I'm the publisher of. We appreciate the... Uh, uh, exposure. The promotion. To the, yeah, absolutely. The exposure and the promotion. We really appreciated that. Thanks a lot.
4: Oh, you're welcome. That's right. That was on Apple Phone Show. Yeah, it was great to talk yep. to him. I mean, yeah. that that was a point where we were actually ramping that show up. But um, yeah, like I said, I have to kind of pick my battles at this point for which shows I'm yep. going to continue. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> so that's kind of a very niche show too. I mean, it's... Um, a lot of other podcasts are covering the same type of of uh topics but then again that show was very heavily promoted on a lot of other podcasts too right but yeah i think go with what you, your gut tells you used to stick with and if it's girls gun geek and hopefully a fitness uh, that would be really cool it's, we need more video podcasts that's what we need
4: yes <laughs> give me
0: p- content for my apple tv although i have to be honest um I'm not fat, but I'm not skinny either, so I'm not going to watch a fitness show. It'll <laughs> just make me feel bad about no, myself.
1: Tim, Tim, that's that's the problem, Tim. You watch fitness shows.
0: No, my my problem is what I'm holding up in front of the camera right now, Guy. This this is the problem. Ah. And uh, if, I ga- <laughs> if I gave up those things, fitness would probably be no problem. Uh, any other thing that you want to promote before we uh, wrap up here, Melissa?
3: No, I think, th- I think that's great. Thank you West- so much for having us, Tim. It's always T- great to talk to you.
2: Wait, is it girlsgonegeek.com for the, uh, for the nope, site for dot the site? .tv. .tv, right. Dot .tv. Dot .tv. That's
0: so, you know, that we've got to do something about that because all these different dot .tv, dot .com, dot .net, dot org got, it gets confusing after a while. And uh, Unfortunately, you guys got a great uh, URL, girlsgonegeek.tv, and uh, you guys are still posting, though. I mean, it's just because the podcast isn't live, you guys are still blog posting up there? Yes.
3: Yeah, we've tried so, to keep some stuff up just to, to at least keep our readers and keep them informed Listeners. throw out your
0: th- throughout your twitter so people can follow you on twitter
3: my twitter name is Melitami, m e l i t a m i that is my username on just about every single social network there is so if you want to find me i'm on there Yes, absolutely in the
4: uh, oh sorry go ahead go ahead Liana. i'm sorry i can't uh, there's a delay that i didn't i didn't get sorry
0: it's because Skype hates you. That's I what it know. Is. It
4: does hate me. <laughs>
0: uh,
4: I am a fit torrent on everything, and it's like the word bit torrent, if you're familiar with that. If not, it's F like fitness, I-T-T-E-O-R-R-E-N-T. And i just everything. I'm a fit torrent.
0: So I, I, you're just way physically fit and... Um you're making me feel bad here, so. Oh <laughs> no, no definitely not.
4: Well, right now I'm definitely, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm on the comeback, but uh, now we all have a-, a level of fitness, right?
0: Yeah, mine's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> mine's no, I'm bad. I'm in great
1: shape. Round is a shape.
0: Yeah, round is a shape. Absolutely. Well, Melissa, Liana, yeah, thank you very much <laughs> for being on the MyMac podcast this week, and uh, we'll be right back. we're back with Sam Levin in time for Sam Levin's Cool Mac Picks. And, of course, his at-minute pick of the week as well. Right, Sam?
5: Absolutely. We got both for this Thanksgiving celebration, even though it was yesterday.
0: And it's not Thanksgiving for everybody, just those in the good old U.S. of A.
5: Well, hey, that's okay.
0: They can be thankful for stuff too, right?
5: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that should transcend... Any one country, it should just be a day for giving thanks to everything.
5: That Absolutely. would be nice. should do that every day. So, what do you got for us today, Sam? Well, uh, for our cool Mac picks, I decided to uh, feature a software. This is a Mac-specific software company called E Three. That's E T H R E E Software, and I'm featuring it because they make a particular line of uh, software apps that uh, are mailing applications. So how many times have you needed to mail more than, you know, 20 people a message, like bulk email? And you you can't really do that with a normal email program. Uh, for instance, Apple Mail, it will only allow you a certain amount, and then it will consider it spam. If you're using, you know, Dot .max service, forget it. Um, and a lot of services won't allow that. But if you use E3s, uh, direct mail and di- direct mail pro app it allows you to integrate your address book which is wonderful uh, and upload a special note whatever you want to do mass mailings and I brought this up guys because I'm co-chairing a conference end of January called teens and technology in San Francisco and me and my co-chair Daniel we needed something to do mass emails you could so, also
0: use this for mailing lists, correct?
5: Absolutely. And these guys developed... This software is really good. It's You could tell that these are Mac people. They're not PC people that ported something and it just works. You know the difference between something that's written for the Mac, they understand the Mac OS and its technology, and they've got all the hooks built in. So if you're using Apple Mail, if you're using other mail programs, they'll import your address book and it's clean, it's simple. Now here's the really cool thing. If you get direct mail pro, that's the upgraded version, it will track exactly who read your mail and when.
0: Oh. So you can spy on everyone you're sending a mail to No,
5: no, it's not. It's just to know hey, okay, we sent (laughs) two hundred and we got we already know how many people read the email, how many opened it, and how many of those were media. I mean, it's really cool, and I just think it's great. I mean, there's a lot of mail programs. With these guys, uh, I think they're young, they're, they're aggressive, and they, they write really good apps. So it's called E3 Software, Direct Mail, and Direct Mail Pro. Check it out at e3software.com. And that, oh. that that that's really what I wanted to focus on. I didn't really have a lot to uh, focus on this Thanksgiving as far as Mac apps, but I thought this was a perfect one to feature and our cool app picks which is our iPhone picks is a product or a, an app called i.tv for iPhone
0: mm, good application
5: it really is good guys um, it's a it's basically a mini TV guide for your iPhone and it goes well beyond TV so you know I'm here in Indiana I typed in the zip code 46530 which is South Bend it finds all the TV listings it, it says okay, pick which are you on cable? Are you on Comcast, Direct TV? Well, I'm, I'm not on any. It just says local cable finds all the local channels and any of the theater or movies as well with related you know show notes, show pictures. I think they did a great job. They integrated this really well into the iPhone. Uh, how much is that usually? What do you mean? The product? Yeah. Free.
0: Is it free? It's okay. free.
5: It's free. There's what they've done is they've got a, a an ad that pops up at the beginning, and you can just click a little X and it goes away for whatever is being featured, like the new James Bond flick. They've got a little, you know, image, and you can click on that. You can probably go and buy a ticket or something like that. But it's not, in my opinion, it's non evasive and that's fine. I'm willing to deal with that. And, uh, yeah, for a, free. It, what the heck? Exactly. Absolutely. But the interface is really clean. I mean, I can find what's playing really quickly in a multitude of genres. You know, TV, movies, theater, um, and all the listings are there. I mean, I think they've I, done a very good job.
0: I've got one for you, Sam. Okay. Uh, it's a website that I found today. Uh, I think I found it via Twitter, someone's Twitter post, but I could be mistaken. The website is called App Shopper, so app s h o p p e r dot com, and of app course, shop. I'll put notes in the show notes to uh, notes in podcast two eleven, so you guys can find it easily. App Shopper it shows you all the changes in the prices on apps right now. Uh, for instance, today being the day after Thanksgiving, Hi. it's Black Friday. There is a it. ton of free apps today only. So, unfortunately, if you are listening to the pre recorded podcast. Um, go up there and they, maybe some of these sales are still up there, but for those in the Ustream channel, go up to app now, and there's just it. a whole lot of stuff for free.
5: I'm on it. So, and the, the other one that's similar, it's a little different nuances, is dot apps.com.
0: Yeah. I've been to that one too, but I, I kind of like this app shopper.
5: Okay. Um, well, I'm, I'm bookmarking it, uh, cause I see easy mail free, uh, What I wish they no, I love it. I'm really glad you you turned me on to this. Uh, I wish my job to turn you on, Sam. I know. I wish they told us free today. Normally, blah blah blah. It doesn't say that. It
0: does if it's a big sale. Um, And as you scroll through the pages, I was up at like page twenty, and I've I've downloaded a whole bunch of free stuff already. It will say 24 hour sale only, and of course that's if the um, the software developer themselves has put that note into their description. And then of course okay. they take it out after today. But there's a lot mm. of stuff up there right now that's free. Um, there was I, I I don't want to open up iTunes when I have so many applications running, but I got some really good deals. I probably saved about twenty five dollars today. A lot of stuff that I downloaded that I probably would not have downloaded had it been even ninety nine cents. Yeah. But for free, yeah. uh, you know, I'll check it out for a few minutes and and I like you know, it. call it good.
5: Yep. I'm on it now and I, I see something I already want, which is Touch Sports Tennis and a dollar ninety nine normally five bucks. Yeah, so,
0: so uh, you know there's a three dollar savings for you right there.
5: No, they've done a really nice job. Uh, I wonder yeah. if Flick Fishing is cheap. Anyway. Flick, <laughs> you know,
0: I haven't checked that one out yet, but I did see oh who makes all the uh, I am who makes bugdum? I cannot Bug remember who is makes them uh,
5: it's um oh God, Pangea uh, software. Pangea software yeah. All of
0: their stuff right now is ninety nine cents for today only. Wow. Yeah, that's what I. That's kind of. I think that's what drew me to the site initially, and then I looked, and other than Nanosaur, I've actually got all their apps already, paid full price, of course, but oh. for ninety nine cent for all their apps, I mean, there's like five good apps right there for five bucks is just. Well,
5: the nothing. only one that's showing up right now from an App Shopper is Bugged Two. It says Friday uh, Black Friday Sale, which is great, but they yep. have a bunch of other uh, of other games. They have. Uh, Intrigo, or not Intrigo, what is it called? I forgot now. Anyway, they've got a bunch. So they're not listing all of Pangea. So probably what Pangea is doing is just giving them a few things, which is great. This is normally $7.99.
0: Yep. Enigma is also $9.99. Or, I'm sorry, oh, 99 Oh, I see.
5: Here, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. It, now, all their stuff is, for, not,
0: is 99 cents. It
5: says it. It says it, but they're not listing it. They're just listing it within Bugdom2. They say here normally it says right. Nanosaur two, ninety-nine cents, Enigmo. They should be placing these on separate line listings so people see the logo. But I, I get it. All of it's ninety nine cents, you're right.
0: Well I think App Shopper is just pulling the RSS feed and looking for changes. And so they can't necessarily put, you know, the different developers other products together under that one developer's name.
5: So all right, whenever well listen they
0: changed it, that's when it changed
5: listen guys have a great thanksgiving i'm taking off and uh spending time with the family and turning them on to uh cool apps and my nephew just got a macbook so um i'm going to show him all the amazing things actually he'll show me all the amazing things that he can do <laughs> have a good all one right, Sam. have a great talk to you next week bye-bye
0: And we're back. Thanks very much to Sam Levin for his cool Mac picks this week. Actually, we recorded the show out of order guys. So you didn't even hear Sam's no. cool Mac picks. And cause we recorded that much earlier, like a half hour before we actually started the podcast proper. So you missed it all. Well,
1: that's I mean, what else is new. <laughs> Do
0: you guys notice that I changed the logo up on the website?
1: Yeah. It's, it's like a solid color now. It's yeah. It's just, it says, yeah, I, you know, and it's
0: not going to stay what it is right now. Um, but I wanted something a little bit different A little bit uh, I just didn't like the yellow It was supposed to have a very Subtle drop shadow to the text But it just looked blurry It looked like the text was out of whack or something So I said, ah, what the heck Just made it black, made it real basic And it's just going to stay that way until I get done Redesigning at least the header portion Of myMac.com Just easier to read that way What do you think?
1: looks well,
0: Yeah, it looks uh, yeah, that's good yeah, you just didn't notice it until just now, did you, David?
2: Notice what? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I did ask. It Chad Perry. I, I. I. think it. I think a little bit like that. Yeah. And what? That's my honest opinion.
0: What'd you say? I didn't hear you.
2: It's much better than, It's much better now. I don't yeah, know why. You you like you do, I don't know why you didn't do that before.
0: Ah, uh, I was trying to be fancy. <laughs> you fancy you, pants.
2: F- you
1: fancy person. You. That's
0: right. Uh let's see. Let's go through what's going on up at the site right now. Uh after the last podcast with uh Chad Perry was he when he was here. By the way, I did ask if he wanted to come and do the podcast with us again. He had some family obligations, obviously it's Thanksgiving weekend here in the United States and he had some family coming from Canada, but Chad's definitely going to be coming back uh a little more occasionally than he has lately and uh sitting in with me doing the podcast. He said it was really different to do it. With the video running, it kind of takes a little bit of getting used to when, you know, there's a camera right there in your face, and right now there's only 16 people in the chat watching, but it's still, it's it's uh, different than what Chad remembers it. Plus, it's here at my house, and it's not at his, so there's that. What's going on up at the MyMac website right now, Guy?
1: Oh, uh, well, we have a review from Russ Walkowicz, the Griffin. Uh, Russ
0: Walkowicz is still writing at MyMac? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I only say that because I know he's in our UStream chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: well, he he did a review for the Griffin Eye Clear with armband for the iPhone 3G.
0: Looks, uh, you know, I don't like using the armbands myself. I can't get used to them. I've tried. I've well, plus some, also with
1: something as big as the as the iPhone.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of bulky to me. I I don't. I, it just wouldn't feel right on me like that. I like. I keep my iPhone in my pocket. What do you guys do? Do you well? guy you don't have a <laughs> iPhone, but right. what do you do david yeah I,
2: yeah mine's normally in my pocket i, I have it in the case but uh i think the armband really works if you're if you're exercising you know if you i have tried putting um mp3 players in my pocket while i'm exercising and they just fall out yeah so uh the armband you know the armband gets it up where you can actually um adjust the controls on it as well while you're running or cycling or something like that so um i guess it's for the more active user is that, like, is, chat that
1: like, is that an iPhone, or are you just happy to see me?
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat in the chat room says he uses his in his pocket. Uh, Russ, you're actually in the chat room, and I know this is a delay, but where do you keep your iPhone? Do you keep it um, in a shirt pocket and uh, when you're not testing stuff? I mean, where do you keep it? He said, yep, so I'm going to assume that he keeps it in a shirt pocket. In a case. In a pants pocket or shirt? Do do do. Got to love delay. Delay is great. He hears a delay, and then he has to uh, type and so something So it's in. super case on a belt. You know, I've tried the case on the belt thing, um, but the problem is I forget that it's sitting there, and I have to adjust it every time I go to sit down, and that's kind of annoying. Yeah.
1: And plus, there's yeah. always the possibility that your phone could come off that belt and fall someplace it shouldn't fall.
0: Right above Russ's review of the iClear is three book reviews from Bakari, and they're all on Photoshop CS3. Um Canon XSI, and something else. I don't know. There was another book in there, and I'm drawing a blank. Let's see. Photoshop CS3 Accelerated, which, I mean, CS4 just came out, but most of the stuff that you're going to find in that book is going to be applicable to CS4. Sure. Uh, Canon EOS 40D, the Rocky Nook Manual, and another Canon EOS book. You know, I'd really want a better camera, guys. I really, really You've do. got to get,
2: I'll tell you, digital SLR is where it's at. You've got to I, get one of those.
0: You know, for the unboxing, um, I use, and I'm holding up for the camera right now, I use this little cheap Kodak uh, R727. Uh, I gave it a really high march when I reviewed it, but it's been like three or four years ago. It's It's been a long time. And it's dented. Um, and one of the problems that I've noticed, have you guys had this problem when you take pictures of something, you get almost uh, watermark circles in a few pictures every now and then? It's, it's almost like bubbles. It's hard it, to explain.
1: You it's think that's, uh, that's something on the surface of the...
0: Uh, on the lens itself? That's what I thought, and I've cleaned it a number of times.
1: Well, you might have some moisture on the inside. Yeah, but or, it doesn't do
0: it on every single picture. Oh, I mean, well. I could take 50 pictures in a half hour, and maybe two or three of those pictures will have literally this round, it, It's it, a purplish circle. Um, if it's
2: purplish, it, then it's um, it's like a light fringing effect. So you've probably got some light bouncing around inside the camera there. So maybe uh, maybe the case, has, the case has sprung open somewhere, is letting some light in, and if it just gets the wrong wrong angle, it's bouncing around in front of the sensor. Because if it's purple, that's that's like a lens artifact. Yeah, yeah
0: Pat's
1: Pat saying lens flare.
0: It's uh one of those things that I've never noticed on any camera I've used before, but this one it shows up enough times where it's kind of getting a little annoying. Uh, I tend to take more than one picture of any one setting because I figure one of them's probably gonna have the purple spots, if you will, and the next one hopefully won't. So Yeah, right, I need that's the nice
1: thing that's the nice thing about digital cameras is if you have a big enough S D card or whatever the you know the memory storage is, then oh. you can, you know, take with however many you want.
0: Robert Hazelrig has a it's not a review, it's more of a first look of the new Unibody Aluminum MacBook Pro. He seems to really like it. Yeah. I'd really like to have one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Me too.
0: Unfortunately, well, I, it's
2: interesting you say that. I mean I I think the design is fantastic, both the new MacBook and the new MacBook Pro, but I'm always reluctant to buy straight into the first generation of a new of a new production run. Uh, and um it, it is. And I have like heard r-
0: bad things. I've heard yeah. problems on this.
2: There's a couple of problems with the trackpad that they've now fixed, but the, I, I saw something today that apparently is some graphics issues as well. Um, so I always like to uh, you know, leave it a few months before I, I start buying into a machine line with Apple and with yeah, any I, manufacturer, really. Yeah, yeah, I've
1: heard that about the, the MacBooks, but I hadn't heard that there was any graphics problems with the MacBook Pro. Ever well,
0: there some a- uh, problems with the, with the mouse pad or with the trackpad?
2: Right. Yeah, but apparently if you use the MacBook or the MacBook Pro for games, sometimes the the screen will just go black and the machine will just lock up completely. Uh, And they think there's some peculiarity going on with the internal graphics chips in those machines.
0: Uh, A lot of people, by looking at our stats, hit John Nemo's latest article. It went up Wednesday, the day before Black Thursday, and that's, Nemo Memo's Nemo's Helpful Holiday Hints for Stocking stubber, Stuffer Suggestions. And I think he wrote it that way because he knew I was going to say it on the podcast one of these days. And just, <laughs> it's going to twist my tongue all the heck. And uh, But no, it, it's a great guide. He gives some good suggestions on some, you know, everybody has a Mac user or a computer user or an MP3 user or an iPhone user, whatever. You kind of need suggestions. What should I be looking at? What should I buy? And he has some really great suggestions in there.
1: Yeah I, re- yeah, I really like some of those uh, the microphones right. that, that connect up to your to your iPod. They look kind of cool.
0: They are very cool, and I know a lot of them have really, really excellent sound quality. Uh, what I like to know, as I said earlier, that we're going to be doing live broadcasts, not just pre-recorded stuff, but live from the showroom floor at the MacWorld Expo. If all goes well with the iPhone with the Quick software. But I'm wondering if I put some kind of an external microphone onto it, would that work, or will it only work with the iPhone's built-in microphone? Because if it's just a built-in microphone, it's going to sound horrible.
1: Well, it should, it should, I mean, they all have the dock connector and, and similar
0: No, 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 this would be something that I would plug in like the headphone jack, that type of microphone.
1: Oh, 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 I misunderstood.
0: Yeah, so, I don't know, I have to look into it. Uh, Russ Walkowicz, another one, a Griffin window seat for iPhone 3G case review. It's not a case. It's, it mounts it onto your, the window of your car if you want, or your dashboard. You know, one of the things I really like about Russ's reviews, he doesn't use the stock canned photos that you could, anybody could find up on the company website. He actually takes his own photos. And I really like that because it gives it a more of a real world look. Look, he's actually using this device in the real world. That's what it looks like hanging from his front window. Um, I like that, and I'd really encourage more of the MyMac reviewers to start taking some of your own photos. Not necessarily of a box shot. We can grab that from the website or from Amazon or someplace like that. But if you're using a product, let's start using our own pictures. Show what it looks like and um, in, not in perfect, pristine condition from the company's PR website. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it just adds a little something. I just heard a ping. Was that you guys or was that on my end? No, that was, that was me. That was you. Yeah, it's your alarm saying it's almost time to get off. No,
2: uh, no, it was it was uh, it was Twitter. Mm. It
1: was his it was his wife telling him? Do you know how
2: late it is? <laughs> no, she she she's been in bed for about three hours. I mean, I, 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 won't, be, I won't be speaking to her till tomorrow morning. <laughs> On the
0: blog side, we do have um, a lot of. Have you guys been checking out the the videos that I've been posting the YouTube Mac yeah. video
1: picks? Some of yeah. them, yeah.
0: I I try to find some interesting, fun videos. Uh, One of them was, you know, an old television show that was showing the Macintosh in 1985. I thought that was kind of really crazy to look at. But the last one that I posted, uh, YouTube video pick number 12, actually is from our sponsor, Otherworld Computing. I was up on YouTube and I was doing a search, and they had just posted a um, unibody MacBook Pro 15-inch memory installation video. And that's, what a nice thing to do. Even if you don't buy the memory from them, and I encourage you to do so. Yes. Even if you don't, there's a video on YouTube that anybody can do a search for and find of how to install memory in a brand new, I mean, the one that's, you know, it's the unibody, just out. out In that MacBook Pro, there's a video, a really high-quality video, how to do it.
2: And I I would... I would always recommend any any time you want to do something where you know even if you think think you know how to do it, it's always worth watching one of these videos because sometimes there can be things that can just catch you out. And seeing actually somebody do it live or on a video really is uh, really is a good way of of understanding you know the, the pros and cons of any particular process.
0: Absolutely, if you guys are going to install anything on any of your machines do a youtube or a, a google search for a video on how to do it first because there's a, a comfort level that you'll get by seeing oh look somebody's doing it right there that's cool and i can watch how they did it
1: and they, didn't they did it
0: up right our Mac. yeah well yeah that's always kind of nice isn't it yeah uh, i did an unpacking or, or an unbox i should say of a keyboard uh, my daughter insists that it's her keyboard now it's not even plugged into anything but Wait, she, it's it's a it's a musical keyboard one minute it's a computer keyboard the next she just loves that thing, I think it's all the colorful keys, I, at least that's what I assume it must be. Um, you have an unbox that you were the first person other than myself, David, to do an unbox. You did one of what is the product?
2: Uh, this is the uh, EWU E-Fizz Hi-Fi speakers E the iPods. Uh, it's the efis from EWU. The curs e- um, from Ewoo. Ewoo, yeah, and this basically is a big, <laughs> I'm confused. It's a big black set of uh, of iPod speakers that the uh, iPod kind of disappears into a really deep well in the top, uh, and the thing is, you know, is kind of like as it's it's kind of like a subwoofer, um, a, you know, not with an iPod dock in it really, because it has a big downward facing bass port. On the bottom of the of the thing, and a, and a, a separate colour remote control that. Uh, there's nice that it's RF, but the screen resolution is not. It, it kind of looks like an iPod, but the screen resolution is not up to iPod standards. No, it's it's an interesting product. It's it's I, it's nice to see somebody doing something a little bit different than the standard. You know, just a uh, you know a set of speakers with a little tray at the front for the iPod dock. But uh, I've you know I, I need to use it a little bit more to, to really really get to the bottom of uh, of of whether I think it's, uh, you know, it's it's, uh, it's worth the money because it's fairly expensive, $600. But $600.
0: I've got the same thing. I got it the same yeah. day you did. <laughs> well, um, that,
2: that was the interesting thing, wasn't it? I sent you the unbox and then you sent me the photo you'd just taken of yours.
0: So. Yeah, I was actually uh, doing the unbox myself um, when I got uh, an email from, well, actually you had set, asked me on the last podcast whether you can do an unbox. Yeah. I said, yeah, just send me the pictures. Yeah. And, uh, I had mine pretty much all written. There was a few things that I wanted to go back and change. And then I get it from you and I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll go with yours. Um, there's a couple of really interesting, really fun to read blog posts from Bill Palmer. Bill Palmer from iProng Magazine, iProng.com. How my iPhone Freezes, Freeze Me is a really good long article. And the other one, he's tired of being accused of being an illegal drug user simply because he has allergies and heartburn. Uh, I, I personally think he's he's still a drug user. I, th- I think he's just saying <laughs> that. Well, I,
1: that,
2: that pretty much goes without
0: saying.
1: <laughs> Sorry, you're not fooling anyone, Bill.
0: You're not fooling anyone, Bill. We know the truth. Right. We, yeah.
2: What else is in that Pepto-Bismol? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it, right. That starts with a P. <laughs>
0: Not a lot of Mac news going on this week. That's why we didn't cover anything. Hopefully, there'll be some big Mac news next week we can start talking about. In the meantime, we're going to wrap up this show, and we'll be back in one week. Of course, if you want to follow us and view the show live in person, Ustream TV is uh, the place to go. Actually, just go up to MyMac.com. I'm going to be posting the videos right there. It's going to be live on the site. You can go up there, participate in the chat, watch the video, listen to the guests. They're much more interesting than watching the video, obviously. <laughs> and uh, join us. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We want to really start including and incorporating the chat that is going on on Ustream. Uh, no, you don't have to sign up for an account, by the way. You can go in there yeah, and just ask yeah, an questions. and, and uh, We're going to share your guys' feedback during the actual recording of the show.
1: Yep, that's ustream.tv forward slash channel forward slash mymac-podcast.
0: Or just go to mymac.com and it will be there every Thursday or Friday whenever we're recording the show. Next week will be, I believe, Thursday. Thursday yeah. Unless something comes up. Let me let me double check my schedule because I do have a school event. And yeah, I, that, I think this I, is the season. Yeah, and I do believe it is next Thursday, so... If that's the case, uh it's gonna be Friday again. Is that good for both of you?
2: I'll well, be at Taekwondo. Me, yeah, and 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 next week's is next Friday's my wedding anniversary, so I'm oh. gonna be away. Well, happy so, anniversary. Well I can understand
1: much. not I can understand not showing up because of Taekwondo, but you're not gonna show up because of a wedding anniversary. Jeez, please. Come on.
0: <laughs> well, if I do have to move the show to uh next Friday, it will be just me and our guest, and I'll reveal who the guest is next week. Maybe Chad Perry. Maybe Chad will rescue me and and come over and do the podcast with me again. That'd be fun. But in the meantime, for uh, Guy and David, I'm Tim Robertson, and we're out of here. And thank you for downloading and listening
5: to the MyMac.com podcast.